Well, hello, and welcome back to the Video Store Junkies podcast. And we are back with one of our most exciting segments, and it is called Q-Tips, where we recommend uh, six to eight movies or shows to entertain you over the weekend. And we are going to give you some tips for the weekend of April 8th, 2022. And why don't we kick it off with you, Zachary? Oh, hi. Okay. Well, uh, I actually have two bingeable shows for you this weekend. So uh, strap in and, uh, you know, get the popcorn because actually you could watch both these shows if you started on like Friday afternoon and uh, went through to Sunday night. So this is actually, I guess you could say this is a bit of a double feature. And the first show is actually a show that Paul reminded me of. I don't think I've recommended it before, but Paul reminded me of it last week. So if you remember me saying that, well, this is this is the show that he reminded me of. And the name of the show is Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. It is a single season. It's a British comedy. And this is a show that a lot of people recommended to me for years and years and years. And they said, it's so funny. It's so good. It's the funniest thing in the world. I was like, ah, it can't be that good. Finally watched it a few months ago. And it is indeed one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my entire life. So the, the hook is... It's, a, it's basically this lost BBC show from the mid-80s where this author, Garth Marenghi, who's, who's like this like really terrible horror author, had his own BBC show that he wrote and starred in. <laughs> and it is the, uh, I don't know, I, I can't really say any, anything else. I mean, I can't like really describe why it's so good. You just have to kind of watch it. The reason it reminded me, uh, the reason that Paul reminded me of it is it co-stars Matt Berry, who is on the What We Do in the Shadows TV show. So I think uh, I think his character's name is Laszlo Cravensworth. I don't know if that rings any bells for, any bells for you, Paul. But uh, yeah, well, yeah. That, that's in that's in in that's his name in uh, in What We Do in the Shadows. Is that the name he had in yeah. Garth Marenghi? Because I no no I I'm saying that's his character like, that was, in yeah. yeah no he's Todd that, Rivers which, in. Garth okay, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't yeah. think it, was, it didn't make sense there. But oh, yeah, that okay. would be funny. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, def- definitely recommend that. It's, again, Garth Marenghi, that's M-A-R-E-N-G-H-I, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Dark Place is all one word. And that is currently streaming on Prime Video, Peacock, and Pluto TV. Again, it's only one season. I think it's like six or eight episodes. So you can watch the whole thing in one sitting. And... I will pass this over to the man who inspired my first pick tonight. Paul, what do you got for us? Why, thank you. I want to second that and and just also want to uh, shout out that uh, uh, Richard Iotti is in it. I think he's one of the creators and uh, and who played, if you might be familiar with him, he played Moss on the IT crowd. And uh, so, yeah, definitely want to second that pick. Great show. Um, well, what I've got is not a show, um, but it is kind of tangentially related to what we do in the shadows because it is about vampires, which is funny because I really don't like vampires, but um, I'm not a big fan, but it's it's really good. This is Only Lovers Left Alive, uh, showing on HBO Max. Uh, I believe it's also on DirecTV, and I think it's uh, Spectrum On Demand. This is from uh, writer-director Jim Jaramouche, and if you're familiar with him, his stuff is he has this very kind of very dry sense of humor, very kind of deliberately paced. The uh, the there's the dialogue is I wouldn't say sparse, but he he kind of he he's not overly wordy. And it stars Tilda Swinton and Tom Hilston as a vampire couple, Eve and Adam, or Adam and Eve if you want to put it that way. Um, but they've been they're they're living separately. She's in Tangier. He's in I think it's like Denver or someplace like that. 
and I can't remember specifically where he's at, and uh, but it's in the states, and he's he's you know suffering. I, I would say extreme ennui and despair, and it just kind of covers their their. Um, it, it's really hard to explain. It's with a lot of Jimmy Jaramusch. There's not a lot of plot that happens. I mean, there's a plot, but it's not the. It's mainly the character study with these two characters. Uh, they do a wonderful job. Um, it is. It's just really great to watch, um, especially if you're a Jim Jarmusch fan. Um, and if not, uh, I think you'll still enjoy it anyway. So again, that's Only Lovers Left Alive. It's from 2013, and it's primarily playing on HBO Max, but I think you can also catch it on DirecTV and um, Spectrum On Demand. And uh, I pass it over to you, Renee. Well, all right. Those are good recommendations so far. I'm excited to watch Garth Marenghi because... Uh... I really like a lot of those people in that show. How exciting. So I have an excellent recommendation for you guys. Actually, I have two excellent recommendations for you guys this week. And my first one has not one, not two, but three national treasures in it. And it basically starts with these two high school kids. And they are digging around in the yard. And they happen upon something. And it's something very, very special. And this thing thaws out. And that thing is Brendan Fraser. And they just run into all sorts of misadventures and exciting times uh, bringing this man into the mix. And uh, so once again, it's Sean Astin, Polly Shore, and Brendan Fraser in one movie. And that movie is Encino Man. And it is available on Tubi. And the movie also has Richard Mazur in it. And you know what Richard Mazur was in? The Thing. All right. Oh, boy. Yeah. I appreciate your enthusiastic oh. responses. So I'm going to pass this one over to Zachary again. Look, look I the, the reason you're hosting this episode is because I told you I have a severe case of the Mondays, okay? So that's, that's all I can muster right now. I'm waiting for, for one of you to do a good Pauly Shore inter, inter impression. So. Oh, God. No, I'm good. The pancreas. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Oh. I've got a, I've got actually kind of a, a, like I said, it's kind of a double feature because we're going to go from one dark place to another with my second recommendation. And this is actually another TV show I'd been hurry. God, I can't talk today either. Uh, This is one TV show uh, or another TV show I'd been hearing a lot of really good things about, but I kind of slept on it because it sounded like kind of a, I don't know, a mashup of the X-Files and the Exorcist. And it actually is that, but luckily it's a lot more than that. And it's kind of its own thing. And I'm talking about Evil, which is currently streaming exclusively on the Paramount Plus streaming channel. And this is about, uh, like I said, kind of a X-Files-E type of situation where there's a psychologist who is called in to help with the uh, the Catholic Church has a group of investigators who are kind of investigating supposed possessions. And she's kind of brought in to determine, you know, whether some of the people that are claiming to be or, or think they are possessed are actually possessed or if there are other things going on. And uh, let's just say it goes into some interesting directions. The cast is phenomenal. Katya Herbers is the kind of the star of the show, the main character. I've seen her in some other stuff, but I don't think anything I've seen her in, like, I really 
took note of her, but in this show, she's absolutely phenomenal. You've also got Mike Coulter, who some of you may recognize as Luke Cage from the, the, uh, that TV show, and it also uh, features Asif Manvi and Michael Emerson, which if you've ever watched Lost or really pretty much anything with Michael Emerson, uh, you know that he's probably up to no good. Uh, and it also features uh, a, a kind of a character actor, kind of a that guy actor, uh, Kurt Fuller, who I've always been a huge fan of, but he kind of has a, a semi-prominent role. So anyways, the show, as I said, it's evil, probably the most generic name in the world, but it's kind of interesting because it, it does take, uh, it is an interesting take on evil in our world. So and again, that is playing on Paramount Plus. Don't be like me. Don't sleep on this show. I think this third season is actually just about to start. So it's a great time to get in and watch the first two seasons, which again, they're, I think, 13 episodes each. So you could watch this in a single weekend if you wanted to. But uh, speaking of evil, Paul, what's your next pick? <laughs> well, I'll have to check it out. I know um, Shelly, my wife, had watched it and uh, she started to watch it and then oh. got too creeped, creeped out by it. <laughs> Had to stop watching. Oh, oh, oh you're it's, kidding. it's got so. some pretty creepy moments. So, so yeah, I might might have to check it out. Well, uh, mine isn't. Well, that mine actually does have a my, my second pick actually does have some scary bits. Um, uh, but when I first saw it, I described it to someone. I said it's like Jim Jarmusch directed a vampire film, and they're like, "Have you not seen um, Only Lovers Left Alive?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> this came out a year after that, so I have to I have to amend that. This is like. It's if Jim Jarmusch directed a vampire film in Farsi. It is A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, playing on AMC+, Hoopla, Canopy, with a K, DirecTV, Shudder, Spectrum On Demand, and Aeroplayer. It is by writer-director Anna Lily Amirpour. Um, it's actually shot in the U.S., but it takes place in Iran. It's, she described it as the first Iranian vampire spaghetti western. And uh, it's shot in black and white, and it has it has a very Jim Jarmusch feel to it, very kind of dry humor, very sparse in terms of dialogue, and all the dialogue is indeed in Farsi. It takes place in I think it's a bad city in a, a mythical bad city, which is a city that's kind of fallen apart in Iran, and uh, it is it is funny. It has it's actually really kind of creepy in parts. It's got some fantastic imagery. It is well worth checking out. So that's A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night by Anna Lily Amanpour, playing on all those places I mentioned. And uh, speaking about A Girl Walking Home Alone at Night. Okay, this is super serious. This is one of the most important recommendations I've ever given. And the two is better watch this. <laughs> So my recommendation, it's, it's a series. Now, I don't, I think this is the first series I recommended. It's, it's very short. The episodes are only about 10 minutes long. There was two series, or I'm sorry, two seasons. Honestly, you could just watch the first one. The second one, great. But the first one is, that's, that's where it's at. So the series essentially revolves around a superhero Um <laughs> his superhero named Awesome X and uh, his alias of who he is, uh, his name is Xander Cruz, and his interactions with a supervillain named Killface. And it's very, it's got a lot of um, parodies and cliches and jokes that are very related to the superhero genre and kind of popular culture. 
now this this series did come out about 15 years ago but I think it really stands up a lot of the humor in it is stuff that you would probably remember a lot of a little bit of when you were younger um so I don't I'm kind of rambling a little bit about this but it's really really good it's really really funny and I can still watch it to this day and I'm highly entertained by it and that show is called Frisky Dingo and it is available on HBO Max and my cat agrees <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and I believe is that it for this uh, weekend of April 8th 2022 I, I believe so and, uh, though I imagine you might be looking for a song to go out on unless one of you guys have one Actually, yes. Oh, man. Do, you, do you have there, one? There is yes, actually I, a great song in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, but I did not memorize it. So, <laughs> Well, I have, a, I have a song that's not directly in either of the movies I watched, I recommended, but I always associate with Jim Jaramusch because he used it extensively in his first major film, Stranger Than Paradise, which happens to be playing on HBO Max and the Criterion Channel. Again, I highly recommend that one as well, uh, Stranger Than Paradise by Jim Jarmusch. And uh, this song, it's funny because uh, a lot of people of a certain generation associate it with a, I guess, ostensibly kids film where it was featured pretty prominently and they didn't probably didn't realize that it was a cover. And uh, so, yeah, there's people of a certain generation who associate this with this kids film. And, you know, you hear it, you're like, oh, it's... And so... Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, show, give this to you with your based on the original. I put a spell on you because. Once again, Paul recommended "Only Lovers Left Alive," available on HBO Max, Directv, and Spectrum On Demand, and "A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night," available on Tubi, Shutter, AMC Plus, Hoopla, Canopy, and Arrow. Zachary recommended Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, available on Amazon Prime, Peacock, and Pluto. And Evil, available on Paramount+. Plus. I recommended Encino Man, available on Tubi. And Frisky Dingo, available on HBO Max. Put me down. I put a spell on you. You're going to cut me out anyway. It's Screamin' Jay Hawkins. And it was, uh, Bette Midler <laughs> covered it in Hocus Pocus. Oh. So, but yeah, um, but his original version, which is fantastic. It is. Shows up, uh, is yeah. played throughout Stranger Than Paradise oh. quite often because one of the characters is, is obsessed with it. And that's how I first heard about the wonderful Screamin' Jay Hawkins. So there you go. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, everyone. Uh, they won't hear this. I would have cut out yeah, <laughs> about two um, seconds. Yeah, in the thanks. Ball Bye. Well, you can cut it okay. back in. Oh, I can put it. At, I yeah, forgot that Easter Paul started talking again, so I forgot that we'd already. Yeah, that's um, fine. Oh. I was like, oh, I have to re read the ending again. I'll put it in at the end. Am I the only one who's kind of surprised they haven't rebooted Encino Man yet? You know what? Yeah, a little bit. It seems right? like it's like ripe for right? a reboot. Well, or, yeah, or would they do like a, a, a legacy sequel? Like they dig up his. Yeah. You know, oh, they like dig so up they the rest of his family. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, and you, yeah. So. What's the family, or what's the, fa what's the, what's the, uh, the, sh uh, the movie where he's like in a fallout shelter? And isn't, isn't, uh, like Christopher Walken his dad or something? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, 
um, crap. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's called that. That'd be a horrible name for a movie. <laughs> Let's see. Hold on. Let me. Uh, oh, blast from the past. That's what it's called. Yeah. Blast, Blast from, the, from past. the past. Oh yeah. shit! Where oh shit! Christopher yes. Walken. Oh, Christopher Walken and Sissy Spacek play his parents. Oh my god, I forgot about they that. They should do an Encino Man sequel where they also <gasps> play his parents. Oh, that actually yeah. would be great. I don't know. Anyways, okay. 